set leaks, the Batman's new look, and it's something popular again. Hello, everyone. I am Alex Lamb, not an FBI agent. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm here joined with two of my uh, co-hosts. Uh, we have Brayden. Hello, hello. And then we have uh, Stephanie. Hello, hello, hello. And once again, empty chairs and, and empty, empty tables. tables. Michael cannot be here again for this recording, but we look forward to having him back next week. Uh, with episode a new 45. Episode, is this is episode 45? Yeah. 45. Boom. We are nearing ever closer to 50, which wow. is very weird. Okay, we're going to do something special for the 50th episode, surely. Yeah, uh, we're going to shoot Michael out of a cannon. That's why he's not here. Whoa. He's prepping. <laughs> he's prepping. He's, he's prepping. He's doing his crunches and yep. he's uh, setting his feet on fire every day in, yep. in, in preparation. Yep. That makes sense, doesn't it? No. No. Oh. Whatever. All right. Brayden, we've got some top stories here. Let's talk yeah. about them. There's some big stuff that's been coming out of some uh, some set leaks, um, which is weirdly a lot of stuff this past week. Um, first up, uh, we've got... The Matrix 4. How are we feeling about The Matrix 4 over here? Am I the only one here that's seen The Matrix? I've seen yep. all of them. Okay, I I've seen one seen of, them. of them. I've seen the first one. Oh, you've only seen the first one. Yeah, so I've seen more Matrixes than you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not something to brag about. The it's other two aren't great. It's not. They're so bad. Um, I can't say I'm excited. Mm. Because I don't... Do you know why? Why? Yeah, exactly. No, it's purely because it's this weird... It's this weird point where Keanu Reeves is massive again, so they're like, let's just do all of his stuff new. I want John Wick 5, and 6, and 7, and 8, not Matrix 4. You don't you don't want John Wick to die at the end of I, I mean, John Wick 4? Look, here's the thing. The only reason... I wanted John Wick to die at the end of 3, because I wanted to be I nice I thought trilogy. he was dead at the end of 3. Yeah. I could have sworn that they were ending it. So I, I really wanted a nice John Wick trilogy, but they haven't given me that, so now I just want them to go to the moon. <laughs> now, okay, so they could have stopped, and now they should never stop. Yes. Okay, Fast and Furious I, rules. I want him to be in a wheelchair and being like... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so it's, we've had some set leaks, because uh, they've been uh, filming now in the streets of San Francisco. Um, we have Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, they've been uh, reunited as Neo and Trinity. Uh, they've been filming in the streets on a motorcycle, which is connected to like eight trucks and 58 like frames and harnesses and things. Sounds like a Matrix movie. Yep. And then uh, there's also some footage of the two of them uh, jumping off the top of a building. Aww. Are the Matrix movies good? The first one is. The first one's great. The first have one's they, Have they been going downhill? The, the, they did two more and they're utter garbage. Oh, dear. They're real bad. Oh, uh, apparently the second one's fine. The second it's- one has the second one has moments where you go, okay, yeah, this is still the Matrix, still pretty good, but then it has other moments which are like, oh, we're headed for a slippery slope here, and then the third one is utterly abysmal. He has a fight. Um, you know, uh, uh Mr. Smith, who's played by the Australian uh, uh, Hugo Weaving, who oh. will not be in the new one, who will not be in the new one. Um, in the third movie, in the third movie, but there's um. There's a fight scene in which Keanu Reeves' Neo fights 800 CGI Mr. Smiths. <laughs> Not a joke. That's just straight up facts. Yeah, see, I I don't uh, know much about it. I don't know much about the concept of it. All I know is that people talk about the Matrix to refer to things that don't really make any sense yeah. or like dimensions. and. Yeah. So I just, I think maybe because it's one of those movies where it's been so hyped up and it's so well known that I just don't want to watch it. I have no interest in it, really. That's fair. Um, so... Uh, like, I would recommend at least checking out the first one so you sort of, like, you can sort of see 
at least understand references when people are talking about it. When it's like, oh, you know, like he's hooked into the Matrix and it's like a different tech. Not, it's like a, a world inside a computer, basically. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to give it a proper go eventually. But I still want you guys to watch Clueless. So maybe yes. we'll have to do a sponsor. Oh, there it is. That's a good one. Sponsored uh, by the Pepsi. Pepsi Cola. I just literally watched that Wayne's World video today <laughs> where they're like, we're never doing product placements. Pepsi. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I am, I'm interested to see what the hell comes of this Matrix 4. I can't imagine it's going to be anything good. For all of our ASMR listeners, we're hearing Pepsi being poured into an empty frozen Coke. Uh, frozen Coke, no sugar. Frozen Coke, no sugar taste thing. Alex is downing the rest of the drink out the bottle because it didn't fit in the cup. He's exhaled and the cup's fallen over. Alex is crying. No, and oh, no, we've got a very God. uncomfortable forced burp as well. Um, I, if you unsubscribe now, I won't blame. I them. won't blame them. Um, anyway, from another set leak, uh, we're headed a over set leak to a set leak. A Braden, set leak to a set leak. Legally, we're not only allowed to have one in the show. It's a set leak. Okay, are you ready? Uh, I'll let it go. This one comes to us from James Gunn's upcoming The Suicide Squad. Uh, we're seeing Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and Idris Elba as. Who knows? They haven't officially Isn't he revealed Bronze it yet. Tiger? He's meant to be either Bronze Tiger or Vigilante. I like Bronze Tiger better. Yeah, it'd be very cool. That's a very um, cool name. So we've got the two of them running down the street. Uh, it looks very, it looks dirty. It look, there's a lot of dirt, um, and they're running down with some other members of the team. But the video is so it's freaking 2020. How are we still getting phone footage that looks like it was shot on like a camcorder from the <laughs> fucking early 80s? Like this. People have iPhones. How are we getting such bad recordings? Like, these set legs should be crisp as hell. That's true. And you know what, Brayden? I'm really sorry that we have to live in a world where this happens. Yeah. Well, you move anywhere from these and you lose your... Yeah, they're sensitive mics, my man. you got to yeah. talk straight into that boy. Get right up on him. Welcome. <laughs> so loud. Um, so, yeah, like, we're just... We're seeing more stuff. Uh, the only thing of interest, I think, is that there's a bunch of other members of the team there with them. And... Hey. Uh, uh, John Cena? We but can't tell. Oh, you wouldn't see him. Yet, no. Yeah, you can um, see him. Exactly, yeah. He could have been there. Uh -huh. um, and uh -huh. uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is in a very, very uh, fluffy, um, like, red dress thing. So it's like a red dress, and then, like, it, like, frills out in these massive, large, is like, tutu things. <laughs> is it, it looks like it's been, like, beat up to shit. Jeez, oh, oh, this is right. the episode of Falling Bottles. I saved mine. Hey, you said you could catch. Yeah, Thank I'm going to have to put a no food or drink sign up here. I need my mm. water. Mm. No, you don't. And Alex needs his refreshing Pepsi Cola brought to you by the <laughs> Pepsi Company. Taste freedom. Taste freedom. <laughs> that's a good one. Is that their that's actual? That's not their slogan. Oh, that's is not it? at all. That's probably a, a slogan that you've stolen from a, some other. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google taste freedom. Taste please. freedom is a slogan. I love it. Um, now that's our podcast slogan. That's that, that's <laughs> MMT. Taste freedom. That's what the T stands for. The silent F. Never mind. Um, Steph, do you want to? Tell us about this Disney news here. Yeah, so Disney is moving forward with plans to make a sequel to the live-action Aladdin that we got in 2019. Oh, man, that was only 2019. Feels yeah, like, feels that like was, was only early ago. last year. And um, they're going to have an original story not based on the animated sequels. Yeah. So uh, I don't know which one of you two here have written Who in all capitals, bring year? back sexy dad Aladdin. Yeah, uh, I have seen outbursts in the community online for uh, fans of the animated Aladdin sequels that were straight to DVD. Um, yeah. If them saying that we're going to be getting an original story and it's not going to be based on the animated sequels. I'm more excited for that. 
You're more excited for an original story? Well, yeah, because it means they're going to do something original. Well, yeah, that is great. But also, I'm but, seeing a lot of yeah. the community online being very disheartened that we're not going to get Dad Ladden back. I'm... What's Dad Ladden? It's, it's, uh, it's Aladdin's dad who's a dilf. Yeah, he's a is Disney. He he's a bar? he's a Disney. Was he in Arabian Nights? He was in Arabian Nights, I believe. Oh. Um, he's, How do we he's, know the name? He's of revealed the to, straight to TV. He's movies. revealed to be the King of Thieves, and Aladdin's his son. Or maybe dun, dun. maybe that's the one called the King of Thieves. Then. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but uh, I saw outburst in the community online just because people go so much people love Aladdin's sexy dad. I, um, I'm worried. Look, they're trying to be original with Mulan, not in the storyline, but in the fact that they're removing Mushu and they're yeah. removing the music. And that makes me apprehensive. And I don't think Mulan is going to be very good. Mm. And so I just don't know. Like, I don't think we needed Aladdin to be remade anyway. Here's the thing, yeah. though. Apparently Guy Ritchie's coming back. Well, Ooh, that's okay. the only thing hanging on. But the thing is, <laughs> no, Guy no, no, Ritchie no. directed Aladdin. It wasn't all that great anyway. I actually thought that the Guy Ritchie-isms in Aladdin were the worst parts of Aladdin. Well, yeah. Okay, that... point out some Guy Ritchie-isms for Slow me. down and sped up footage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he did that. That's, that's Guy Ritchie. That's thing. very Guy Ritchie. So I thought that, some, I mean, he did... other than that, it was a pretty tame Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But like, I just... It, it didn't do see... it for me. Not even Guy Ritchie could save that for me. Mm. So because it mean, didn't have I mean, the snappy dialogue. If, really, if, I like Guy if, Ritchie. If for you his... guys go back and listen to our Aladdin review, you'll hear Steph phrasing it. All right. Well, all right. we all gr- right. we all grow with time. We, I mean, we do. We do. I mean, we do. I remember someone here, yeah. A and B, talk. I was going to say talking about the Lion King. Yeah. We we all grow with time, and we all are severely affected by. Like having time to reflect on something compared to when we're just straight I was all hyped it. up. Yeah, I'm yeah, all exactly. hyped up. And like at the end of the day, I think that uh, I like Guy Ritchie's uh, ability to write snappy dialogue in a film. And he didn't write the screenplay to Aladdin, I don't yeah. think. He so did. he did? Yep. Well, you know what? It wasn't his but, best but, work. But, but, he, but did he really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's freaking Disney. Like, and also it's a remake. So yeah, how much what, of that's that? I was saying. I was like, how much of that are you originally writing? Sorry, Brayden, I just had to add something. So, I mean, I just think that having an original story, not based on the animated sequels. I mean, I actually haven't... I I probably did watch the animated sequels way back when. I've seen Return of Jafar, but I think everyone's seen Return of Jafar. Probably. Yeah, Return of the Jafar was nothing amazing. I liked it. I'm not saying... It wasn't amazing, though. Yeah, Not as good as Simba's Pride. Oh, dude. Dude, don't even talk to me about Lion King 2. Lion King 2 is great. In all honesty, these new original sequels to Aladdin is mm. probably going to be better than the direct-to-video sequels we had back then. Yes. But I just don't... Just bring out some new stuff yeah. that's but like new, new. Okay, yeah, new, new. But we're never going to have new, new anymore. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, Onward is new, new, and that, we'll see how that goes. Apparently, that's got low uh, projections for its box. I thought level. you yeah, said on wood, and I thought you meant on like... Wood. I thought yeah. you were being like knock on wood, and oh. I was like, I was waiting for you to say something, oh. and then you just kept talking, and words happened, and I was like, wait, you, I'm lost. About the, onward, onward with Chris onward. Pratt and... Tom Holland. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's going to be original. So that'll yeah. be interesting. And I hope that does well. Um, yeah. I want more of that stuff. But we'll get that from Pixar. Pixar is mainly their originality. Yeah. Except for the last few years where they did uh, Toy Story 4 and The Incredibles 2, yeah. which I thought were two pretty subpar animated movies. Yeah. Toy Story I didn't 4. mind The Incredibles 2. I thought Toy Story 4 was leaps better than The Incredibles 2, though. I. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Probably. I really yeah. don't like The Incredibles 2. I'm sorry. I know. I, I'm not, now that you've told me your idea from it back in the day, that was the 
first episode of MMT. It's my incredible pitch for The Incredibles 2. Yep. But my problem with The Incredibles 2 is, and you can go back to the original episode to listen to this, yep. I wouldn't recommend it because that sound is terrible. Horrible. Horrible. It, it's recorded. Horrible and terrible. It's recorded, together. It was terrible. It was recorded on one microphone on an ironing board yep. trying to capture oh, that your three good old, voices. How we've come far from there. But... Uh, I will say that the, the, the storyline and the arcs for The Incredibles 1 was about the parents realising, hey, we all need to work together with a family to fight, was the arc from the first film. Yep. They repeated the arc for a second film. That's why I hate it, because it's fucking... It's The Incredibles 1, but gender reversed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. All right. That's I see what is. you mean. But look, I... Moving on. I liked it for what it was. Raiden, you watched The Shining. Yeah. Well, do you want to give me I'm my... Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm mad. You're pissed off now. <laughs> That's the complete. See what The Incredibles 2 does to me? Yeah. It messes with my mind. It completely breaks you. Like, are you alright, dude? Need a moment? Have you never listened to this song this far? I just thought I didn't put it on for that far. <laughs> okay. Uh, you put the whole thing on there, my man. Um, You watched a movie. I watched a movie yesterday. I watched Stanley Kubrick's. The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. So it was your first um, prop. Like, obviously, The Shining's been parodied so many times. Yes. It was your first one, The Simpsons, Tree as a Horror one. So I'm pretty sure it was. Um, That's amazing. It though. was really good. Um, between except except between four and five. That's Willie's time. <laughs> so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, and then more recently, uh, seeing it in incredible CGI in Ready Player One. Uh, which was sort of like my like most recent m- reminder of what The Shining is meant to be like. Yeah, we had a talk. Because I think I watched Doctor Sleep when I was talking about The Shining. And I was like, Brayden, you should watch it. And you're like, nah, so you really play one. I'm like, no, Brayden, you should watch it. Yeah. And you watched it. Sorry. So I actually, I, I, I was, that, that was my thought thing. process. You did a thing. Yeah. So I sat down and watched it. Um, and this is a... Why are you looking up at uh, Elton John? Don't, don't mind me. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? <laughs> it's up going Tarantino. somewhere. Okay. Unrelated. Um... Yeah, The Shining's weird. Like I love it so much. It's real weird. Um it it had me uh, hello. In no, it had me in two camps. One side of it I I like one like parts of it I absolutely thought were excellent. Like the kid I thought was excellent. Mm-hmm. The uh steady cam shots following throughout the entire hotel. That was excellent. Um the score the score, oh my god, the music was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to replicate that. Exactly. No, you, you won't do it justice. A Alex. human voice can't do it. Because, like, as soon as the film started, I was like, yeah, this music's pretty damn good. And then as it kept going, I was like, I think I've heard people talk about this music before. And then the music kept going, and I was like, damn, this is good music. I um, love the whole opening to the movie, how it's just him driving up. Yeah, I was going to say, I like the, uh, the shots that I thought were my favourite was everything that was a really long, lingering shot. Because th- that stuff makes you uncomfortable no matter what. Like, you're watching this film and you're seeing um, Jack Nicholson's Jack go crazy and he's just staring outside a window. Like, he's just staring for, like, what feels like five minutes. I think The Shining is one of the best... is one of the films that does Descent into Madness the best. Oh, it's definitely the best representation of that I think I've ever it's seen. It's in my top five of all time. Oh, all time. Wow. Yeah. Dang diddly. It, it, and it's for it's a movie that I hadn't seen until um, about three years ago. Nice. So I can't be like, I oh, grew up with The Shining. Yeah, exactly. It's a movie. And there's no nostalgia attached to it. It's actually a movie I watched once and went, 
I don't think I got what they were going for there. And then it just sat with me and sat with me and sat with me. And I watched it again. I was mm. like, oh, this is fucking great. I am. And then I went in and I just researched everything I could about the movie. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised you haven't read the book yet. Like, I want to read the book. Brayden, yeah. do you know what the trailer was? When this movie was first released, they made a trailer. Do you know what the trailer was? No clue. It was just, um, a, it was either a voiceover or writing saying The Shining. Yep. And the only footage we got, at least for one of the trailers, was the elevator opening and the blood gushing out in slow motion and everything being swept away in the blood. That was the trailer just that's, while all the information came out. That's fucking dope. It was, it's awesome. That is it's, excellent promotion. It is very cool. They gave you nothing, they gave nothing away yeah. except that. Because just, it, if you're seeing that and you're going in for it, yeah, that's very cool. I did think that like, it, it's the type of thing where it's like, okay, cool. I have seen that shot before because me out. it's parodied and everything. It's just that. Um, yeah, that's that's it's a minute thirty of just the elevator with text coming up the screen until about maybe like two thirds of the way in. Yeah, then we're gonna get some blood. Then the door starts to open and the blood pours through. So you gave it a, a it worked out to be an average of a seven out of ten for you if you're giving it three point five yes. out of five. I was gonna say it was very getting very loud. Very Sorry. scary. Um yeah, like, there's definitely, like, as I said, there's parts of it that I absolutely loved and adored. Like, um, the steady cam shots following um, Danny through the hotel. Like, yeah. And even just the lack of music or, like, intense music um, as he's going along. And then, like, the sound of the wheels going along the floorboards and then as it bumps along the carpet and everything. And there's an entire moment where it starts to feel a bit like a heartbeat because it's like carpet, floorboard, carpet, floorboard, carpet, floorboard. Like, I loved that. Um, the two little girls were obviously very creepy. I still think, yeah, I think honestly the scariest thing in this movie to me is when they say, come play with us, Danny, and it in, is into cut, like I mentioned before, with shots of them dead on the floor. Yeah, when the first, like early in the film, when Danny has a moment when you get the first, like, super quick shot. You get the elevator, you get the girls, you get the... Yeah, and it's that. like the first, like, super quick cuts of things, I like... I was completely took off guard and I was mm. like, what the Especially shit is happening? That those girls have died because their father obviously went crazy as well in that hotel and mm. just like brutally like slaughtered them. Yeah. Like it's it's scary. It's like that's what was that's what was happening to them. And I did like that like the opening scenes were like real real slow. Like there's there's not a whole lot to them. They're sort of just I love it. You sit and you marinate in it. Yeah, you're just like, yeah. all right, cool, you're just you're gonna learn a bit about uh, the hotel and why they're there. And it's like, all right, cool. They're looking after the hotel for a bit. He needs some time there because he's writing. And it's like, all right, cool. But The Shining was a movie where when it first came out, not a lot of people got it. Yeah. It, it didn't do well in the box office. It's definitely a film that gained popularity yeah. and, a, and a following over time. Do you think and it yeah. was, it sort of in, in its early stages sort of became a bit of a cult classic until mm. that sort of became a I popular think, thing? Everyone went. Oh, hang on. This yeah. Is, this is... Everyone started paying attention. I think it was ahead of its time. Yeah, I can see that. Um, especially um, oh, with yeah. all the Steadicam stuff. Like, that was normal. So, yeah. So, um, and my love for this film extends into the sequel. Mm, which Sleep. you showed me the first five minutes of just before. I adore. Um, instantly already, maybe just because of just, like, things you can do with modern technology. I was... Way scarier already. I also think The Shining's a bit like Jaws, where uh, with all this modern day stuff... I think um, the the scares and the shining are uh, softened. Yeah. I guess. and uh, you know most of it's been parodied so many times that you've seen it. Exactly. So thankfully for me, in a very weird scenario, the 
bathtub woman was scarier, scarier in Ready Player One. Um, what the fuck? I was so I was sitting like when that scene came up, like when he got to room two three seven or whatever it was. Like I loved the following him and then him stopping and slowly looking and then the the opposite cut to the angle through his arms. Oh, I love just, that. Just because I'm a nerd and I did yep. research, because when I did actually go, all right, I love this film. Yeah. Um. Originally, in the book, it's room 217. Not 237. Okay. And the only reason it's 237 in the movie is because in that hotel that they shot at, mm. there's actually a room 217. And the hotel went, hey, can you do 237? That's not a room in the hotel. We just don't want people to start... Like, we, we don't want people being terrified of coming to the yeah, hotel because exactly. they're already going to be terrified of coming <laughs> so to the hotel. So they requested they could make a complete fake room. That's like funny. A, a number that didn't exist in the hotel, which I like. That that's um, a, a how cool would it be to stay at that hotel? Though I, I would honestly be too scared. I, I would be too scared. Like I didn't, and like coming out of Do, it, you didn't think it was a real hotel, did you? Uh, oh, no, I I definitely thought um, they were just using exterior shots of a hotel, and then yeah, the, all the interiors using... were like either Other than a different the hotel or was pretty much yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought the side characters were interesting in the sense of like the um, what's the dude's name, the uh, Dick Halloran. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was really interesting. I love him. Um, Sad when he died. It was weird when uh, we're getting like, yeah, I I can see how, what you are saying with how you watched it the first time and you're like. Uh, yeah. Well, especially the ending where he's in the photo and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, here? that that confused the absolute fuck out of me. <laughs> like, I mean, I thought it was awesome. Like, yeah. I got hyped from that. I was like, oh, that's cool. But especially... But it's very random. Well, yeah, but I think it's just the, the, the ghost fucking yeah. with everything. Because when I first watched it, I went, oh, hang on, was he someone that used to be yeah where it's not because especially if you watch Doctor Sleep, you're like, no, Jack Torrance is just someone who's always... Like he's he's not from back then. This is not any like right. time traveling or like um possession type stuff. Yeah. It's I think it was just the spirits in the overlook yeah. being goofy. I, I did like the um all the scenes in the um gold room with the bar and oh. the bartender. I love the bartender. He was creepy. Um Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd. Yeah, I thought he was great. Yeah. Um, and I love that there's a scene in Dr. Sleeve when they go back to the gold bar. Yeah. Because the whole third act is set in the Overlook. That's right. Game. Yes. You have mentioned that. It's the big return. They they have the final fight in the Overlook. Good Lord. Didn't happen in the... Uh, so also the biggest thing that is... Uh, we'll wrap... We should wrap this up. In a yeah. Second. We'll wrap this up in a sec. Um, was that... Uh, I should have known this bringing a movie that is one of Alex's top five of yeah. all time. <laughs> um, that the book and the, um, the, the movie of The Shining are famously different. Mm. Very different. And Stephen King famously hates yeah, the Shining. Yeah, he does movie. not like Stanley Kubrick's yeah, Shining. He yeah. likes Doctor Sleep. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, but yeah, no, he's not a fan of The Shining um, or Stan- Stanley Kubrick deal with it because um, the book of The Shining just goes so deep into um, like the lore. Just more like Jack Torrance. Like they, the the book redeems Jack at the end. Oh, okay. Where the movie doesn't. Yeah. Oh, I finally understand that gif that I see all the time of yeah. Jack Nicholson covered in ice. <laughs> I finally understand where that gif comes from. Did you feel like you were, very quickly before we finish off? Did you feel like you were like really experiencing something when you see the shot of his face in between the 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 boards in the door when he says uh, he's Johnny? Yeah, like, I was ah, finally like, it. I'm finally seeing. This scene in context. That's one part I don't like about Doctor Sleep. I mean, I love Doctor Sleep, yeah. but uh, especially towards the end. But even though it feels earned because the movie goes for so long without having too many references for The Shining, mm. there's a few in the beginning, and then the, the the big chunk of the movie until the end of it, there's no real like direct in your face references nice. to The Shining. 
which makes the ending where it's all references to The Shining feel a little bit earned. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, we, we gave you a really solid movie. Yeah. We've given you, you a good movie. Something. Now we're going to give you some nostalgia. Um, But the only part I don't like about that is when uh, Hugh McGregor just puts his head through yeah. that little part and looks around. I was just like, <laughs> I think it's cool, but it, they used it for the cover for everything. I was going to say, I've seen it as already as the cover and I've never seen any real parts of Doctor Sleep yeah. now other than the first five minutes. So I'm going to watch that at some point. Yeah, everyone should watch Doctor Sleep. Um, and The Shining, please watch The Shining, dear God. Yeah, it was a long one. It was a long boy. Get ready for Doctor Sleep longer. Seriously? Uh, sorry, Doctor Sleep. Jesus. If you want, uh, here's the thing: if you want to watch the theatrical cut, goes to two and a half hours. Okay. If you want to watch the extended cut, which uh, the, the director's cut, which I prefer. Yeah, I, I just saw an article the other day that, which better. I thought was weird because I was about to watch The Shining. Um, yeah, I saw an article the other day saying that it's so much better. Yeah, uh, it goes for three hours. Sorry. Jesus. Okay. Okay. I have to book a day off for that. Yeah, then might as well smash out the Irishman way there. Okay, I don't have four weeks. And Endgame while you're at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was... That was... I don't want to wrap up your segment for you, but... That was Spooky Scary <laughs> Segment. <laughs> do we want to quickly mention the uh, the good old Patreon? Yeah, sure. Do you want me to do that? Oh, yeah, go for oh, it. Oh, you can do it. Oh, okay. Um, we have a Patreon. You can help support us doing this show and help us to grow and... Kind of just do more stuff for your entertainment and for a bit of fun. Um, so if you go to patreon.com slash millennial movie talk, you can find all of our behind the scenes stuff. Um, you can find commentary tracks. It's got all of our commentary tracks. We've got tracks. two more dropping very, very soon. Two new boys joining the family. So um, I think this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to announce it here and not talk to any of you guys about it. Yeah, go for <laughs> uh, it. I think we're going to drop The Lightning Thief for free. And then I think uh, Sea of Monsters, which is the one that you want to listen to, yep. you're going to have to pay for. But as well, we will be dropping a video of the some of the highlight moments. Not the best, yeah. because the best are for the people that pay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, just a little tease to get you into the movie yeah, to check it, out. It's um, a bit of an idea of what our commentary tracks are like as so well. Yeah, uh, that was a really, that felt like work, Steph and I doing like, <laughs> God, the Percy Jackson movies. Oh man, I commend you for making your way through the things I do for this show. I yeah. swear to God, honestly, you listen to your own voice. It's so. just I got a message from Alex a day ago, and he was like, "So here's the thing." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do this. Well, I goes, thought Steph. I really be... want to do this review, a uh, commentary on this, and I think you're the best person to do it with. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because <laughs> you know, you've seen I, the first movie Yeah, too. I've seen the first one. See, so. you know too much about Percy Jackson. She ain't knew a thing. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> and I've read all the books. So you had someone who knew everything yeah. and someone who knew nothing. That's ideal. I regret everything. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to regret everything as well, you can go over to patreon.com slash talk. And if you don't, we'll send Steph over with a machete. Oh, but you, yeah, you can find all of our free commentary tracks there. Just follow us on there. That's all free. And then if you feel like supporting us, you can chuck us a buck, see all our behind the scenes stuff, or you can support can us I a little bit more to see all, all of our commentaries. ask you to never say chuck us a buck ever again. Chuck us a dollary do. I hate it. I hate it. Oh. Not as much fitty. as I hated Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. Okay, okay. Well, there's no, a bit of a tease. I appreciate her not saying The Lightning Thief. The Lightning Thief was okay. Lightning <laughs> Thief, I remember seeing as a little kid being like, oh, this is all right. A little kid. Yeah, you would have been 10, 2010. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we were, were 12 all around years old. We were 12 years old. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, if, go and find us on there, please. And you can find all of our stuff. Oh, that's nice. Oh, too much. Nice. Oh, that sounded like a transition. It did sound yeah. like the transition. Right, right. And, uh, back to you, Alex. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> so dumb. 
All right, uh, we're going to get into a little bit more movie news. Some of these are real weird. Yeah, um, we can smash through. We can smash these. through these because these are really strange. Um, first up, uh, Venom 2's Tom Hardy. Electric Boogaloo, you call it by its full title. Tom Hardy's Venom 2 Electric Boogaloo. Um, the other day, he uh, shared an image on his socials of Woody Harrelson as the serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who is Carnage, the red Venom, as you may have seen from comic books. Uh, um, and when Venom. he w- was originally revealed at the end credit sequence of Venom, uh, he had massive, long, curly hair, it, like bright red. It was shocking. It was so bad. We all laughed as how ha- laughed as hard as we could in the cinema. Um, now he shared an image uh, with him with a short haircut in a Hawaiian shirt. Um, he looks like an absolute weirdo um, still, which is good because he is an insane serial killer. Um, it's not a great quality photo. How he, did he get out of prison? He <laughs> instantly also took the image down because he got in trouble for it. Um, not before the internet could take hold of the image and oh, share it everywhere. So bad. He looks so bad. Um, so we will see what comes of that. Venom. Have you seen Venom? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, you're going to have to watch that. Mm, do I? I believe we still have a commentary track with Promise People. Yes, and you will be in that. Do I? Am I? Venom. Oh, you're in for a treat. Oh, I don't think so. I, don't oh. I haven't seen it since. Since? Yeah. I also haven't, but I remember a lot of it. So I remember the part where Lady Venom kisses. You're ruining the film for Steph. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you heard words then oh, and you're please like, please don't ruin hell? Venom for me. Can I just say it? Do you want to uh, say it? No, nah, do you want to go? No, you can if you want. Okay. Guillermo del Toro. So Lady Venom. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. My favorite part is when Lady Venom kisses uh, Tom Hardy and then Venom on the Lady Venom transfers over to Tom Hardy and then Tom Hardy turns into Venom and then he just kisses the lady without Venom. It's I creep. think I've heard enough. Uh, yeah, it's real uncomfortable. I think we should each have a film where we like a veto being involved in this. <laughs> Hang on, if you're doing Venom, then I'm finding a worse movie than Venom to fuck with you. Uh, There's a lot worse movies than Venom. There are a lot worse movies than Venom, and I think every, everyone... Percy Jackson, the Sea of Monsters. Exactly right. Um, Guillermo del Toro and Netflix are doing a Pinocchio movie. What? Yeah. So they're doing a Pinocchio movie, and... Is it going to be a Guillermo del Toro? Yes. Yeah. This one, it's going to be... Imagine the... Puppetry, they could do that. Yeah, they're they gonna make it so creepy. They're gonna get real weird with it. It's now having attached Ewan McGregor and Tilda Swinton. What who do, the who, who, fuck? Do we, who do we want Ewan McGregor to play? Oh, I want him <laughs> to play not Geppetto. Oh, what? Why well, wouldn't you want to be Geppetto? I want what Tilda Swinton the, to be Geppetto. The donkey a, friend that he meets in the no, island. No, <laughs> don't talk about that donkey. It scares me. Ewan <laughs> <laughs> um, McGregor is there a bad guy? The whale. Is there a bad guy in Pinocchio? Uh, the uh, circus dude. Yeah, he should play him. Yeah, you want him to be the bad guy. I think we finally let you be a bad guy. I can't say that because he was just also a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. He just played a bad guy. I thought he was a good bad guy. <laughs> he was. Let's put him in Pinocchio as a bad guy. Yeah. Until this wound could be the donkey person. <laughs> just want someone to be the donkey. Um, what about uh, what about um, uh, Jiminy Cricket? The police are after us. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. He could be Jiminy Cricket. Ewan McGregor is Jiminy Cricket. Although, I, please, I God, I don't want to see him shrunk down to little size. <laughs> If I <laughs> like in cats. If I do not, if I see that, I they swear pull a cat. They riot. shrink Ewan McGregor down to be the size of a cockroach. I will riot if I have to see miniature Ewan McGregor against like a, a much larger Pinocchio. <laughs> like, in Percy, like in the end of Percy Jackson, 
Don't oh, stop one. talking about that goddamn movie. But you know when they're all like they meet the gods and yeah, they're so they much meet bigger. The titans. If yeah. you want the gods, no, the titans. If, oh yeah, uh, the, the gods, evil sorry. one. If you yeah. want to hear their reactions to this, oh, patreon.com slash She doesn't know the law. She out here calling the Olympians. Um, I don't know titans. the law. The Olympians. Yeah. Is there an O in front of Olympians or? Yeah, where's the book? <laughs> oh god, I don't need a reference. Um, so Disney are developing a live action Rapunzel movie, and it's. Possibly in talks to may or may not be attached to the adaptation of Tangled. Now, guys, I'm going to say something. When I say it, I just want to warn you, don't get scared. It's fine. We'll all be okay. What if Disney made original movies? <laughs> I th- Disney just <laughs> shuddered in their boots. Disney was just like, Ooh. oh, no, don't say that. Th- those are the- about time say the to have another Disney renaissance. Remember when they went through a slump back in the like 70s to yeah. the to the Late 80s, and then they brought out Little Mermaid, yep. Lion King. Hi, Steffi did it again. I'd like to remind us all of How the so? Black Cauldron. Renaissance, not Renaissance. No, th- you can say that word either way. There's, I, I'm Alex. I'm the king of words. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Man of Scrabble. I'm the Scrabble master. <laughs> Scr- Scraster. Oh, yeah, nah, that's not great. Double word point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you saved it then. Um, yeah, I just yeah, they're in there. I feel like they're reaching a point where they're they're hitting black cauldron territory where everyone's going, Oh, we're kind of we're kind of not sold on this at the moment. This ain't this ain't mm. you're not doing stuff, you're not doing it for us, guys. Black cauldron was cool at it the was time, original. Though, it was original, but at the time, it was just a bad film. I praise anything that, that Disney give out right now that's original. I was like, oh, Honestly, was- if Disney shout out an original film about, I don't. I, don't, I can't even... Do, no, do you know what they're going to do? All their original films that could be really good if they actually put time and a budget into them, they're just going to be like, oh, you want to work on this original project? That sounds like a Disney Plus thing. Yeah. And it's going to get no budget and no love, and it's going to be thrown Disney Plus, and it's going to be mediocre as hell. Yeah. Togo could have been really cool, but Togo was just basic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I feel like I've seen 85 Togos come out in the past 50 years, so they're all the exact same. Freaking, we're getting another one with Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're all these dog snow movies are the same. Freaking. But this one was with Willem Dafoe. I know. <laughs> Leatherface himself. Bless. Because he's all wrinkly. That's what oh. I mean. I always call him Green Goblin. Uh, well, yeah, he's that too. But he looks like you can make a handbag out so, of his face. So, speaking of Disney being unoriginal and just crapping out more stuff. That's it. Um, Indiana Jones 5. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Um... You all seen all the Indiana Jones films? Unfortunately, all yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you've all seen them? Yep. Okay, that fourth one was rough. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Uh, I love it. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're just straight up I, like, oh my God. I I know. I ironically enjoy it. Yep. Um, here's that the twist though. at the end, though. Oh. Yeah, here's the thing. I, what? Twi- oh, aliens? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, fuck. Um, here's the thing, though. If they were to do a five... In this weird time, we are in our life where we are we are in the midst of uh, Shia LaBeouf. Assange. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf is making and, a strong and, comeback, and we have a weird, a weird Nicholas Cage Assange coming up. It's creeping up. True. It's around the bend. We've we've just had our Keanu Assange. That's over. Yeah. Um. Now he's gone too far with it. Yeah. And uh, and and now we're in the LaBeouf. Yep. Um. <laughs> The LaBeouf. Like in the, the LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <laughs> the and then behind us, creeping up, we've got the cage. Yeah. Um, so uh, are you expecting us to... 
I want Shia LaBeouf in Indiana Jones Five. That's where I'm just ending this. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I. I want. I want Muck back. <laughs> I believe that was his name. Oh Jesus. Yep. Um, I want who also uh, for those who can't remember was Indiana revealed to be Indiana Jones' son. Ooh. Who'd have um, guessed that? Uh, they were going for a point there. If the movie was good, he would have been the new Indiana Jones. Yeah, it, we uh, could have had. Which could have been great, Indiana. but he, but no one liked it. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, Shia LaBeouf wasn't the worst part of that film. Kate Blanchett was in it, wasn't she? Yeah, she played a... What, wasn't she... She got killed by the alien. Yeah, she was the bad guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're remembering this film now, hey? <laughs> Why did they make it? The Crystal Skull. <laughs> Who did this? Um, yeah, we're getting a fifth one. Harrison Ford's revealed that it's going to begin shooting in the next two months. Dude, Harrison Ford must be getting a lot of money. Oh, my God. He must be getting so much money. That guy... I don't know what he's going to... He's going to croak soon. I mean... And, oh, I mean... Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, seriously. He injures himself on every single film set. Yeah. Like, this dude needs to lie down. <laughs> yeah. um, he's going to croak soon, and then he's just going to have all this money in a bank account that his kids are going to be happy. Yeah. <laughah> Shia LaBeouf's going to be cheering. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, not his kid. Well, here's the thing that I'm more worried about is that you haven't put it here, but I believe Kathleen Kennedy is the one that keeps doing all this. Yeah. Can we just get Kathleen and be like, hey, Kath, can you just back off? Kath, can you let some people be creative but for a she's bit? She's the queen of killing our kings and queens. Yeah. Which means we might lose Indy. And if they kill Indy, she would have been responsible for the death of Solo and Indy. Yeah. And you know what? She must really not like Harrison Ford. Yeah, but she either hates Harrison Ford or loves ruining people's 80s nostalgia. So yeah, uh, all in all, um, I'm not excited for this movie. Of nope. course I'm going to go see it. Yep. Um, and of course I'm going to watch all of them, including four again. <laughs> um, but uh, will I be there in disdain? Probably not. <laughs> You're actually going to be pretty keen. I will be there and be like, what if this is good? Yeah. I'll probably be in the same mindset as I was with Rise of Skywalker, where I'm like, okay, it's probably not going to be good, but I have a little hope. And then, like, The Rise of Skywalker, it's going to start, and I'm just going to be like, no hope. No. Still gone. Oh, my um, hope is gone. Anyway, Taika Waititi's got some stuff to go on. Oh, my God, This is yes. exciting, then. Yes. I love I love me some Taika Waititi Thorn news. Um, so, he's come out, and he's unsure of how much of Jane Foster, female Thor. I read that wrong. I thought it said Jodie Foster. Oh. <laughs> it's and like, I was whoa, like, whoa. Jodie Foster's in this film now. Whoa. Oh, like, Jodie Foster's got cancer? Jodie Foster was in a film. Uh, uh, she's in Doctor Who. I'll find out. Okay. Is that Jodie Foster? Am I getting my names wrong? Probably. Jo- I, I don't think Jodie Foster would do Doctor Who. No. I don't think Jodie Foster's. No, Doctor who's Who. the who's the new Doctor Who at the moment? I'm off the Doctor Who train. Definitely not Jodie Foster. <laughs> I'm off the Doctor Who train. Who's the latest Doctor Who? What's her name? I feel like Foster. I'll, I'll take the last her. movie she was in was 2019. Love and Tosha. Love and Tosha. She plays herself. Jodie. Jodie was right. Jodie Whittaker. Oh, slightly different. Yeah, a bit different. Um, um, she'll be in a movie TBA called Prisoner 760. Ah, okay. Good for her. Yeah. Um, so Jane Foster, who, as we all remember, is Natalie Portman in the MCU. Yes. Um, female Thor is coming into Thor 4, which is called Thor Love and Thunder. Um, yeah, Taika was here. unsure how much of a cancer storyline from the comics when she became Mighty Thor. Thor? Jody, Mighty Thor. Jodie Foster was in Nim's Island? Yeah, she plays. Whoa, she's, yeah. She was, she's the she's chick. The, she's the, the writer. The Agoraphobic. So is it agoraphobia? the last movie that I saw that Jodie Foster was in came out in 2006. This is a very strange tangent. But that, I love it. Welcome to our Jodie Foster comment, <laughs> uh, podcast. Where is she at now, um, Jodie Foster? We're looking for you, <laughs> Jodie. Come on the show. <laughs> wow, that'd be a get. 
Yeah, I mean, well, not really. She hasn't been in much lately. Well, no, we just talked to her about Nim's Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was say. Nim? <laughs> so what, what was it like shooting Work, Nim's Island? Working with the animals. Yeah. How was the seal? Was Were you the seal in, good? Did you, they approach you for the sequel in Bindi Irwin? Did you meet Bindi? <laughs> did you get to meet Bindi? How's Matthew Lillard? <laughs> he, look, he looks tired. <laughs> oh, he looks so tired. Um, but yeah, uh, related as well to some Taika Waititi news. Uh, from all of this talk about Thor 4, uh, he has confirmed that all of... Thor 4 and its production and going forward with that has delayed his Akira adaptation that, that he's going to do. That's totally fine. I want I'm him to do Akira. I want him to do Akira. I couldn't get through all of Akira. I think it's the art style, though. So if yeah. there's a, if there's a Taika Waititi-made adaptation, I'm here for it. Because those faces. Akira, your Neo-Tokyo art is gorgeous. Your, your, bicycle, your motorbikes are awesome. Your fashion is so cool. You can't draw faces. Whoever the guy who did Akira was, you cannot draw human faces like that. You look so dumb. Okay, Brayden, I think... I think it's time. What we're doing here is you're just delaying um, the fan favourite segment. The best segment of MMT 2020. Hit it! We're going over here. We're we're hitting the stock market in the box office. Uh, Alex, we're throwing over to you here. How are we? What? Uh, I'm gonna need you. Just, I'm gonna need you just cl- closer to the microphone, Alex. What? Oh, sorry. I'm flush with cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's one for you guys. Anyway, here we are with the top five movies of our financial segment. Um, sorry, we have our new top five this week. Uh, three of our five are brand new, but Ooh. that means some favorites have disappeared. Um, so, heading in at number one. Oh, oh God, I was on the edge of my seat. We have <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Breaking records and breaking hearts. With, <laughs> and breaking with, and breaking land speed records. Uh, with its $58 million US opening beating last year's Detective Pikachu. Ooh. It is about the money. <laughs> it is about the money. Uh, we don't have a drop off because it's his first week. Uh, it has currently hit a worldwide gross of $113 million. Off a budget of eighty-five million, damn, um, and a, and a, a fair chunk of that budget was reanimating. Oh, I'd say oh, probably no. about ten mil, maybe. Yeah, I think it was revealed to be about ten mil or so. Uh, with and having currently sitting on a Rotten Tomato score of sixty-three percent. That's nothing special. Not great. However, definitely not the lowest one on this list. Also, not the definitely not the lowest of a video game movie. No, this has the record for the biggest video game movie opening. And it literally just beat Detective Pikachu from last year. So, that's pretty crazy. Is there an echo in here? Because I just said that. No, you, you said beating Detective Pikachu. I'm saying it set the record. That's what I said. said you skipped saying the record. It's okay. I think if we go... Luckily, we can go back and check that. We'll check that record. Um, there we and, go. Nice. Anyway, uh, in number two, we have Harley Quinn and... Oh, you wrote Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn? I know. I just like read Guinness? it. Yeah, just, <laughs> Harley Guinness it. and the Birds of Prey. I wrote this very early. Um, Harley Quinn, no, <laughs> Harley Quinn, colon, Birds of Prey, because if that's how they want to sell tickets, that's how I'm going to write it down. Yeah. Saves me time. Saves you time um, from the incredibly with, long uh, time. $17.28 million uh, weekend at the US. That is a 47.6 drop off from last week. Also, just from- That's a- fine. That's that's a standard drop off yeah. rate for a second weekend, but when your movie only debuts at 30, yeah. eight, I think, million dollars, it's not so good. Yeah, it's not very good when your opening week wasn't great. Hey, that's looking at a positive, though. Worldwide gross of $146.6 million of a 
at 85 point Steph <laughs> to change uh, it. It was bugging an me. An 84.5 million dollar budget and uh funny enough it has the highest run tomato score on this list with 79%. Hell yeah, let's go girls. Girl power. Yes, Ooh. says the white male. Thank you. <laughs> um anyway, uh coming in at number 3 we have Fantasy Island. Oh um, okay, this is that this is that this is that weird one that's I'm out now, it isn't it? Oh, Jesus, why? Uh, because I, it is from the same team. you love a train wreck? It's the same team as Truth or Dare. And Truth or Dare was such a fucking bad movie, but I enjoyed <laughs> every second of that stupid film. Oh, God. All uh, right. You have to let us know how it funny is. Funny enough, it made its uh, budget back just off that. Damn. Uh, it, it's in a, its opening weekend. It's a Blumhouse film, which means they make movies. They make a lot of movies throughout the year on the cheap. Some of them are good. Some of them are air. Eh, most of them are bad. Um, and this this boy is no exception. It is. It hit. It, it currently is sitting on a seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yikes. I'd like to meet that seven percent of critics and be like, why? It's like, how did you rate this? Um, and overall, throughout a worldwide gross for that was twenty one point six million dollars. Uh, coming in number four, Universal's new film that has not come out in Australia yet, but it stars Lakeith Stanfield. It is called The Photograph. Ooh. It premiered with a uh, $12.18 million budget. Uh, and it has no drop-off because it just came out. And <laughs> it's only come out in America, by the way. So the $13.26 million, which you might be thinking, hang on, if it's only come out in America, it shouldn't be the twelve point one eight. But that is including today, uh, Monday's um, uh, nice. yeah, cool. box office into it. So it made a meal just in one day alone, which is not bad. Nice. Uh, so that's almost been uh, that almost got to his budget of sixteen million dollars. It probably won't be in the top five next week, but it probably will make his budget back, which will make Universal be happy. Yeah, that's and, good. And it's probably not on their radar, seeing as a smaller film of theirs. I was going to say I've heard nothing about this film. Uh, that has um, a seventy-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It looks really. It looks like something I would actually want to watch. I mean, is Ray and Lakeith Stanfield in a drama romance? I'm in. Yep. Wow. And here at number five, at the bottom, we have Bad Boys for Life, still in the top Good five. Lord. Uh, a 4.7 drop-off from last week with $11.45 million, with a total worldwide gross now of $370.03 million. So much money. Um, and of a budget of $90 million with a uh, score of 76, which hasn't changed but, in a few days. But Alex, if, if Bad Boys for Life is in uh, fifth spot, of the box office, Braden. I wanna, I wanna, I know, I know, time wise, but I really wanted to do this. I'd like to extend and look outside the top five for a second. Oh, oh, this is a first. Uh, three of our top fives yesterday were in the top ten. Uh, from last week, we're in the top ten, but we had one film that was the eleventh film Ooh. for the last four weeks that jumped up to seven with what a with a percentage of positive 245 parasite yes what? after winning best picture oh good on it jumped up and made 5.6 million dollars in the past weekend jesus uh, bringing it to the seventh position just behind 1917 and just in front of jumanji good lord so yes, um, jumanji ranked eighth this week in the box office good lord but yeah that's I mean, good on them. Like that—that's so good to have like a showing of people come out and be like supporting this film that just won Best Picture. It's a combination of people who loved the film and are excited to get a chance to go and see it in cinemas again, and two people very quickly jumping on the bandwagon saying that it's just won Best Picture. Yeah, 
Yeah. So good we for were the OG them. fans, weren't we, Alex? You two were on um, it. You were the OG, and then you just kept talking. I'll take I, it. I'll give you that more I'll than take me. It. I was a fan, though, before it won Best Picture, so I'll take that. Exactly. I was yeah. a fan before it was nominated. I'll take that. Yeah, you, you can claim that. Whereas I watched it about the, the day, day before. before. And you know so it makes you better fine. than some. Yeah, um, still better than some. Anyway, um, so yeah, Parasite, congratulations, Parasite. With congratulations, Parasite. percent markup. That's amazing. Um, I think it will be interesting to see what this does now to foreign films. Mm, nothing. Like the pictures in general. Do you, you know reckon? Why? I don't know. History making. It was history making. I have a feeling, I gave praise to the Oscars last week, but I've been thinking about it. This might have just been a pat on the back for them and then they're like, let's go back to the old ways. It, I mean, mm. it all depends on how this next year turns out. I mean, we, we could just see no major thing come out that breaks through to the West, but we'll see. And also rip Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji, Jumanji, it was sad to lose you, but Jumanji spent uh, 10 to 8 weeks. I don't know. It keeps changing. I read somewhere it's 10, then I do the math and it's 8. I okay. don't know what it is. I'm sticking with That's 8. That's why you said 10 to 8, because that really bothered me. Because <laughs> I, I did the math. The math says only 8. But then I look at the sources and the sources say 10. But I did the math. So I'm going with my math is 8. Alex the math man. Okay. Anyway, that was my segment. Oh man, I do love that segment. Like, legitimately, it is it's such a good insight. Like, yeah, it is. It is good. Yeah. It gives us a little bit of credibility, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, yes, we talk about the news. Oftentimes, we just talk shit about but it. These are numbers. But these are actual numbers. physical facts Can't and numbers. This, and, and you've got the smartest member of the group here. I mean, who has? <laughs> it's just, it's just like, who? <laughs> what? <laughs> who has like an actual degree and stuff like? I'm working towards an actual degree, sir. Well, so am I. still going to be one behind me. Yours isn't. Hang on, both of you guys are art degrees. It doesn't count. Hey, I'm doing an environmental <laughs> science degree this time. This time around. It doesn't count. The environment's not real. Global warming's fake. Okay. Well, before, before I kill Alex, uh, let's go into talking about what we've been watching recently. What have we been watching? Um, so I watched some oh, a weird combination of things. Um, I Oh, yeah, I did watch that as well. Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. Um, I really loved that one. I'm going to talk about that one. Because um, I watched The Shining, obviously, as we talked about in Spooky Scary. Um, for some reason, I watched Robocop. Yeah, I messaged you about not, this. Not the original. I watched the 2016 shitty remake. For some stupid reason. So, tell you what. I saw it on there. I, I was like, know you know me. what? I'm going to check this out. Should have checked reviews beforehand. Yeah, but um, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, you not checking the reviews is fine. Cool. That actually gives me... Like a bit of like, yeah, fine. No, I shouldn't be angry about this. Yeah. Because the cast is quite good. I that's the thing. I looked at it and I was like, oh, this actually looks interesting. It's got fucking Samuel L. Jackson. Michael Keaton. What? It's got Michael Keaton. As, Michael Keaton is like the the good bad guy. It's got is that Red from that seventies show? Like Kurtwood Smith. Like honest to God, like this. Oh, wait, this I mean had twenty sixteen version. Never mind. This had everything going for it, and it was so bad. Sorry, Red from that 70s show is not in yeah, the... Yeah, Red no. from that 70s show is in the original. The original. Yes. So 2014. 2014, not 2016. Why did I say 2016? Um, well, yeah. Gary I saw Oldman? Yes, Gary Oldman is excellent in it, though. Abby Cornish. He's the redeeming part of Jack the Jay Baruchel? Like, yeah. honestly, this film has so much going for it, and it's so bad. It's really bad. Um, I, 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 saw definitely... it, I saw it in theatres. Oh, okay. You spent money on it, so that's worse. Yeah. What is it on? Um, I saw it on Stan. Okay. Um, um, I also just started. Um, his I've, suit's cool. His suit is very cool. I like that it goes to the original suit and then it goes to the upgraded black suit and then at the end it goes to the original suit again. Um, that's about it. I'm not sure I understand. Neither do I, Siri. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I also started uh, like literally the first 20 minutes and then I have to stop it and come here. So I'm going to keep watching because season two comes out soon. Uh, Altered Carbon. Wow, you're in a Joel Kinnaman mood. Oh, yeah, it is too. Hey, wow, that's weird. Um, And then per uh, us going and seeing a little film coming out soon and doing a review that you'll be hearing soon, um, Alex lent me his copy of a film called Upgrade. Um, From a very good director. Yeah. I'm missing something. No, so this is from the same person who just comes out with uh, The Invisible Man. Oh, Lee Wanell. Yes. Um, And I remember you showing me the trailer for it when it came out, like, because it looked dope. I just never saw it. For some reason, I never saw it. And I love love me some sci-fi action, as we know by me mistakenly choosing to watch Robocop 2014. Um, Man, Upgrade is so good. Like, I absolutely loved it. It was just... Balls to the wall bonkers at times. And, like, I love the setup. I love the twist ending. Like, like I love the... You should watch this, actually. You might like it. All yeah. Right. All right. I'll give it a go. I've got a list, guys. It's on my list. All it's right? incredibly violent. We've got a couple months turn around at this point. So there's, stuff there's so many cool things that are in this movie. I love the camera movements when he STEM first takes over. Yes. Oh, um, the entire concept of STEM and then how they adapt that to the visuals of the yeah. film... So good. Like, it's not like... the comedy works. The comedy works perfectly. I don't know how it does. And not Tom Hardy's great. Yeah, not Tom Hardy is really good. Yeah. Um, Budget Tom Hardy is excellent. Yeah. Uh, I thought he did a really good job. He's Australian. Do you know that? Wait, who? Not Tom Hardy. Not Tom Hardy's Australian. What? Yeah. We don't know this guy's name. Uh, Okay, not Tom Hardy. It's Logan Marshall Green. I I, I do know his name. I just call him not Tom Hardy. Yeah, because he looks exactly like Tom Hardy. I know he's Australian. Yeah. He's an Aussie boy, I'm pretty sure. Or is it? No, nah, he's he's from Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, is it? No, wait. <laughs> is it? Is it the director who's? Yeah, Aussie? the director's Aussie. Ah, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was getting at. Well, I I almost I was intended to believe it because I was like, well, the director's Australian, so he might use. So he might have been an Australian actor. No, that's just me fucking up. Have you looked at Not Tom Hardy? No, I have not looked at Not Tom Hardy. He looks exactly like Not Tom Hardy. Yeah, he looks like a budget. Not Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah he looks what like about my budget, budget Chris Pratt? Oh my God. Alex found budget for Chris Pratt the on other a, day. On, a, on the bold and the beautiful. Oh, Jesus. Why? Mum watches it and I'll just sit down the couch. Okay. Who died this week? The bold. Ah, nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, Upgrade was excellent. I highly recommend everyone go and check it out. It's great fun. Uh, I hi- highly rated, highly recommend. I'm definitely going to watch that again in the hey, future. Hey, hey, that's Liam. Don't talk about Liam. Forrester, Liam Forrester. Do you know these people? Yeah, I watch The Bold and the Beautiful sometimes. Thank you very much. But doesn't he look like Chris Pratt? He's budget Uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, but he's been around longer than Chris Pratt has. But he's budget Chris Pratt because Chris Pratt's more famous. I don't know who he's with at the moment. I actually haven't watched Bold and the Beautiful. Also, Dancing with the Stars live. I'm quite proud of that. I'm a recovering. Yeah, you're you're in. (laughs) That's um, really triggering, Alex. You're in recovery. You've got your two month badge. I always preferred his brother. Well, actually, no, I preferred. Okay, don't you're slipping back into it? Can we move forward? Yeah, we can. Um, uh, that's it. That's what I watched. All right, I'm going to go. Go for it. Go. Uh, uh, I start with this one, Steph, the first one. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, Alex. All right, so I watched To All the Boys, P.S. I Love You. All now, the Boys sequel. All the Boys 2. To All the Boys I Loved Before sequel. Now, here's the thing. I haven't seen the first one. Why didn't they put the, the number two instead of two? I don't know. Two um, All the Boys I so Loved Before. I haven't seen the first one. And the only reason I was going to watch this was because Eric and Jacob... Um, mm. released a mm. commentary track for it. But um, within the first five to seven minutes of the of me listening to the commentary track, something happened and I lo- completely went out of sync. And instead of pausing it to fix it, I couldn't be bothered. So I just 
watch the movie oh, without okay. their commentary. No, why? And here's the thing. Um, now you have to watch it again. No, yeah, probably. But um, here, here's the thing. Uh, I hadn't seen the first one, and funny enough, Netflix might have assumed that no one had watched the first one, or the first one was boring enough that no one remembered because there's a recap at the beginning. Like, which is good because I only real? saw the second half yeah. of the first one. But here's the thing. I was like, nah, I don't. Kn- I don't want this. I'm skipping the recap. Oh, <laughs> and here's the thing, though. About halfway through a film, or maybe 40 minutes into a film, there's a character that decides just to recap the first film anyway for us. Oh, cool. So you saved yourself some time. Yeah, but I didn't want that. Oh. I hated this movie. I didn't hate this you gave it one. Movie. He gave it one and a half stars. I gave it three. It's so boring. It's not boring. Nothing happens in the movie. It's pretty fair. It's a pretty fair thought. Okay. No, okay. Brayden, have you movie. seen it? No, but I sold the book so much that I know the exact premise of them. Nothing <laughs> happens in this movie. This is the thing. I find the main character very dislikable. She has no charm. There's nothing special about her. She's boring. Okay. They completely miscast her. Look, I... She has like no I said, energy. I watched that- the second half of the first one and I was like, whatever. I got a little bit roped in, but that's just because I'm like... Noah's I kind of love Noah since Noah. Yeah. No, my then, one and a half gets, gets straight from Noah. Then it's all Noah. It was Valentine's Day and Alexia, my little sister, wanted to watch it. And I was like, mm, can I think of anything sadder to do today? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't think so. This is about Chuck Tops it. Fine. Yeah. So she put it on. I sort of half watched it at the beginning and then I got roped into it again because of Jordan Fisher. And I think, spoiler alert, she made the wrong fucking choice picking Noah Centineo. You can't get much oh, better than Jordan Noah. Fisher. John Ambrose oh, played the piano. He played the piano. Do you know what's he so was funny? much more in sync with who she was. Do you, know really, do you know what's really funny? That the, the continuity between the first and the second film is all out of whack. From what I've heard, um, the first film, um, just from the opening seven minutes of Eric and Jacob's commentary, was that John Ambrose rocks up at a house at the end of the first film. Is it? Yeah. I actually I don't remember And that. he's also white. Yes, I have heard about that, actually. <laughs> I have and heard about that. in the sequel, he is played by a, a, a black male. Um, Amazing. Jordan Fisher, I believe his name is. Yes. Yeah, from what you said five times. Um, and he he meets her at a retirement home. Yes. Look, this movie isn't so, good. Uh, I'm just it's, looking at, you Google the character name and it comes up with the two actors who have played them. Look at these two men. <laughs> They're so different. Yeah. Thing is, like, it's not a good movie. I know it's that. Sucks. But I enjoyed it. I actually really enjoyed yeah. it. And it might be because I get sucked into the sappy romance of it. But the thing is, the main character is so dislikable so because boring. the entire time she's in a relationship with Noah Centineo and she's, and she's swooning over really another swooning boy. over Jordan Fisher and she's choosing not to tell him. She's literally having an emotion. She's emotionally cheating on mm. Noah Centineo with Jordan Fisher, which I think she should have changed her mind at the end anyway. No, and yeah, yeah, look, I disagree. I think it's not a very good yeah. movie, but I enjoyed it. Team John and Team Noah over here. Yeah. Here I'm a romantic, new Twilight. I'm a hopeless romantic girl and I love sappy shit yeah. and this is sappy. Um, I'm just going to say this. I agree with you hundred percent. The main character is boring. Do you think it's an attempt of the main character is boring and dull? No, it's the actress. It, uh, no, but I'm saying does the character represent anyone? No, you can project yourself onto her. Because she just has no energy, Brady. Okay. Interesting. It's, she has, she has, she has no charisma too. Mm. That's rough. Um, I feel bad for Noah because I feel like Noah's really trying to act and he has to share scenes with a wet paper bag. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to keep being so mean, but moving on. Uh, you guys know that, uh, that Steph and I watched Percy Jackson and yeah. the, the yeah. films. Check it out uh, on Patreon. I watched Knives Out twice because I just rewatched it and then I was like, hey, mom, do you want to watch Knives Out? And mom was Hell like, yeah. I watched Knives Out. Uh, she thought it was too long. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's right. My mom's weird. Uh, 
<laughs> um, anyway, I, then I watched a film called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, did you check it out? Yeah, I saw it in the cinema. Oh, what do you reckon? Myself. Nice. How was it? Loved it. Loved nice. it. But, uh, yeah, I loved it. It's one of those movies that just made me feel. Yeah, that is the whole. It's a feely one. That's the whole idea of it. Uh, you got a tear from Alex. Oh. One, one, not like. Oh, a, just a single. Not like one a sing- singular dramatic tear. What? Not like Steph where she cries over anything in a movie. <laughs> Steph will cry in this movie. I will <laughs> cry. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really good. I thought it was really heartwarming. And uh, it made me like kind of feel bad that we in Australia missed the Rogers. Yeah, we didn't get it. We missed the Mr. Rogers train. Yeah. We we you miss com- out on a lot of fun stuff yeah, like that. There's a lot of classic. But Tom Hanks was really good in the movie. He's really good. Yeah. Everything he touches, probably almost, almost everything he touches turns to gold. And then True. Uh, the other night I did a double movie night by myself. Ooh. I watched Love, Simon. I, no, I just looked at what both of these films were as your double your double feature for yourself. Yeah. I watched Love Simon, um, which I actually ranked lower than this I time. watched it because I found Simon very unlikable. Have Ooh. you guys seen Love Simon? No, I haven't. I still haven't All I know seen is that it. it's like Michael's favourite movie of two years ago. Yeah. Um I I found Simon very unlikable. Hmm, interesting. Did and, you like him the first time around? Yeah. Ooh. And then I was watching the movie and like I found, and I also found the dialogue in the beginning of the movie really cringy. Oh, like he he starts off the movie explaining about his whole life, and you hear that he's like, my my dad was the quarterback, my mum was like a really smart student, and guess what? They didn't peak in high school, and all this, and he's saying this, and you're like, oh, cool. he goes, like, I'm, he's like, I'm just like you. I get along with my sister. She cooks really fancy food, and I just pretend to like it. And then he's just like, um. It's just like, yeah, my parents are great. I have this really rich house. And they look at the house and I'm like, that's not rich. And then he's out here using like a proper MacBook Pro. His bedroom's super cool, but he's like, <laughs> I'm just like you. And like, he lives in such a rich net. He like, his house is huge. I'll, sh- I'll play the beginning okay. of the film for you guys. So, so it's it's like if someone in like a lower upper middle, uh, lower upper class like neighborhood and family lifestyle was like, oh, oh yeah, my I un- I understand what yeah. you normal people are like. Yeah, um, like. So, um, yeah, I found, and then he's like, he's like, he goes, yeah, and I've got my friends, and we just do like your standard teenage things. We hang out in coffee house talking about college, and we drink way too much iced coffee. I'm just like, I was just like, I can't believe I never picked this up first. I was just like, wow, this is a bit cringe. That sounds <laughs> bad. Um, yeah, and that then, does not sound. But good. like, you haven't got me excited but to watch. After this film. that, I have to admit that the movie is quite good. Okay, like they handle the topic of. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> he makes it sound like it's a profound. <laughs> oh man! Oh no! You shouldn't say the gay <laughs> like, word. The gay movie. Um, oh my god! This film's got homosexuals in it. <laughs> um, it. It takes that topic and explores it in quite a mature, like way a decent way, and a decent way compared to something you would see from like the early two thousands. And I, not that I am here representing the gay community. Yeah. But from what I've heard from the gay community, with my ear to the wall, they support. They it. quite like this movie. Cool. Um, so yeah, I can say. And then the other thing is that like there's a whole subplot when someone starts blackmailing him that oh. they know he's gay, and then they're like, "Oh, you're gonna have to do this for me." And then he kind of just like manipulates all of his friends' lives and all that. And I'm just oh. like, "Bro, you're destroying something. You're destroying relationships here." Yeah. So yeah, I didn't agree with that. Anyway, um, and then I watched The Greatest Showman. Um, I'm not going to talk a lot about The Greatest Showman. <laughs> Why did you just randomly watch The Greatest Showman? I'm, I just want to watch it. Okay, I, I love The Greatest Showman. To it death. is really good. It's really good. The music. Does it hold up still? Uh, yeah, okay. it's I such love... a heart. It's so feel good. Yeah, um, I will admit the movie's not great from a writing and all that standpoint, yeah. but it makes me feel so good and it makes me want to just and I, and I, I I sing the songs and I watch the movie and I really enjoyed it. Braden, what did you watch? 
Yeah. We, we went through this. What did I wow, watch? talking about the greatest showman. Okay, really we talked you, hey? about all the boys. P.S. I love you. We watched about. We talked about that. We've talked about Percy Jackson and Olympians, the Lightning Thief, and Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters. Uh, I watched Horrible Bosses one and two because I find them funny as. I think they're hilarious. Uh, no. Have you seen oh, them before? No. I've seen so like I, I have talking to Steph. I haven't watched Yes, I have seen them before. I haven't watched through them in full, but like I've seen a bunch of different scenes from them. It's, I really like them. It's one of those too. ones where look I think watching they're hilarious. It, I watched them when they first came out and I thought Horrible Bosses One was like the funniest Same. show I've I, ever I st- seen in my life. I think Horrible when it Bosses first came One out. is absolutely hilarious. When did it's it still, come out? Some of it's 2013. 10, uh, yeah, 13. 11 made no, Horrible Bosses. It was like 2000, came out. 2011. 2011. I thought it was the funniest yeah. shit I've ever seen in my Steph, life. I, I still like, think it's maybe one of the funniest it, modern day honestly, comedies. Honestly, not as funny as I remember it to be because I remember like, oh my God, almost like peeing my pants when I watched yeah. it. I, I loved, loved it. I loved the motherfucker conversation in the bar where he's like, why do they call you motherfucker? He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like my mom was sleeping one day and I... She was sleeping naked on a bed. Yeah, and I crawled into her room and I'm like, oh no, oh no. And he's like, yeah, and I, I kind of walked up to her and then slipped I took... my fingers. I slipped my fingers <laughs> into her purse and then I took the money. Yeah, I really, really fucked, fucked her, her over. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, okay, the movie, Good yeah, Lord. some of the bits don't hold up as, as well to me, but honestly, the, the, the love that I have for Charlie back then Day has carried through. Co- it's the actors. Charlie Day is hilarious. Charlie Day James on Beckham cocaine in the car singing, that's not my name, going up and down. It's oh, God. so Kevin funny. Kevin Spacey, eek. But also, like, but also, he plays the part well because Eek. Um, yeah, <laughs> because um, Eek. They're right. It's exactly um, right. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's fucking funny. Um, Need you to buy the fat people. You can start with Large Marge. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Xavier, they're all around in yeah, special it's little so chairs. Funny. <laughs> God, Jesus. Like, it's just funny. It's, and, the, and the second one, too, is. Second it's one's not, not as, as good. good but but it's Christoph Waltz and funny. Chris Pine. Chris Pine can get it. A lot yeah. of actors can Chris get it Pine's, in that movie. Like, Chris Pine's the best part of that movie, I'd say. Oh, he's good. Well, hang on, Jason. Like, they're cause... just good. I love the actors. That's what makes it for me. Yeah, and like, same. it's just, Absolutely. it's got funny moments in it, and it's not as funny as I remember it, but it's still funny. Yeah, anyway. I, I think it's really. I think it's one of the better modern day comedies. That's uh, the right. first one. I'm saying the second one. Second one's fine, um, but I, I I wouldn't put it up there. I'd say probably the best. I'm pretty modern... sure I gave Horrible Bosses one a three point five or a four. Yeah, no, no, I don't think it would. Surely it didn't give a four. Uh, three point five perfect for that. Do you want to know what Horrible Bosses is sitting on Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah, it's not that high. Sixty nine. Oh, that's pretty good for a comedy. Nice. What's the audience score? Uh, yeah, I gave it three and a half. Uh, I, that was just from the Google results. One sec, okay. let me have a look. Uh, it is sitting at a seventy. Okay. Yeah, it's it's funny. I found it funny, and yeah. like, it's it, t- it it is like some of its jokes are problem at like would be seen as problematic. Yes. But, but I think the people that it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That show would be problematic as hell. But the thing is, the people that the main characters aren't supposed to be likable. And it's the mm. same with these guys. You know that they're immoral. Yeah, That's you, what makes you know it that funny. These aren't, You're like, yeah, these aren't good some people. of it's problematic. But like you look at comedy from every single year. Eddie Murphy's raw stand-up, all these oh. old comedy, they're all problematic and they're funny. Do you know why? Yeah, I think. Because the, a, a, a way to deal with problems in society is looking at it with exactly. an unbiased and looking at a comedic view. I think a lot of it will come from intention. And the intention is that you're meant to make fun these people like as idiots. These people yeah. are idiots. And that's what makes it funny. Yeah. So yeah, I liked it. Like, intention and, and comedy is everything. You can watch Dave Chappelle's comedy thing. He's like, he actually doesn't think this stuff. They are jokes. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, it, that's yeah exactly if right. Dave Chappelle was like being 100% true and like, te- like being like living in his truth and telling these jokes as like facts. Yes. That'd be fucked up. Yeah, but that's right. But he's joking around. That's, that's the, the whole point. That's the difference between a comedian so, and a hate speech activist. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then last, Shocker uh, Shocker, whoa, <laughs> I watched Call Me By Your Name. Before. Wow. I know. How right? many, are you keeping track? 
I think Letterbox tells me, but I haven't recorded it every time because like the first the t- first few times after I watched it the first time, I didn't record it because I'm like, oh, I've already seen it. But now I've started doing it again and I think I'm up to four or five, but like that's really not that many. I've probably seen it like 15 times. Yeah, you probably <laughs> have seen it that many times. All right, we've been going for a little bit. so we're gonna We've got a little bit, so we're going to quickly dive into these trailers. I'm going to do the short one first and then we can end on the larger one. Um, So we got a 50-second tease of Matt Reeves' The Batman with Robert Pattinson in the suit. His thing in the middle definitely does something it's definitely like a gun yeah so like i've seen i've seen some different things going around of it um so you can look it up it's on matt reeves's vimeo um you can and you also hear the uh a bit of the orchestral score that we're gonna it get it sounds like the imperial march it does sound like the imperial march but it does sound very interesting i like it um i really like this suit uh i like the collar around the um cape where it connects to the like very armored suit. Um, I've seen some people talking about the bat symbol in what they think it might be. Um, some people are just thinking, oh, it's two batarangs that like he can like take out. And, th- and that's pretty cool. But I've also seen one slightly crazier, which could end up being true, which also kind of makes me cringe a bit. People reckon it's the gun that killed his parents. That's a bit cringy. Yeah, it's very cringy and I don't like that. So I really hope it's not that. I hope it's the batarangs or I hope it just looks that way because it looks cool. Um, but yeah, I think Robert Pattinson looks excellent in it. Um, his jawline fits perfectly. I'm very excited to see how long his ears are because it only shows from like the forehead down. Um, but yeah, looks very okay. cool. Yeah. Uh, and we got a new Wes Anderson film coming. We do. This is so exciting because I love Wes Anderson. Yes. Everyone loves Wes Anderson except for people who haven't seen Wes Anderson films like myself. I've and my dad who has seen Wes Anderson and he thinks it's a bit too artsy for him. I could ask your dad about his political views, but I won't. Um, <laughs> what do we all think about this Bill Murray and the co uh, flick? so Wes Anderson yeah, tropey. I think there's not a lot to really talk about it because it, it's exactly what yeah. you think when you hear a Wes Anderson trailer. Yeah. You get your uh, your format, your, your half of it's in black and white. I don't know what the fuck this movie's about. <laughs> yeah. It's about a newspaper. I think that's all I really know. Yeah, that's all I know. Bill Murray runs a newspaper. Yeah. And there's like... Four stories? It looks like there's a hotel, like... It's going to be like an anthology, do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I I hope it's like an anthology. I hope like a... Like like a Ballad of Buster Scruggs type thing. Yes. Um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I am very much looking forward to it. I think the cast is great. The the few standouts that haven't been in Wes Anderson films, as I believe, is Timothy Chalamet. Mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan? Mm-hmm. Has she been in any? Uh, Saoirse Ronan so. has been in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, okay, she was. Well, I haven't seen um, I don't. I think he's the main standout that I'm actually excited for. And I think he might be the main character because that's all some things keep harping on with him. But he's only in that manifesto I bit. think. No, he's, been, he's in the black and white one and uh, 4x4 one. Yeah, uh, uh, square he, box format one. But he looks exactly the same, so maybe so are it's they, the same story. Are they separate stories? Are they connected, though? Yeah. As in, like, the same characters I in separate stories. I think we might stories. be looking too far into the anthology thing. It's a whole lot. Yeah, um, yeah we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if people are just focusing on that because he's, like, the new addition to the people who and worked with Wes Anderson before. And because Chalamet. he's Timothy Chalamet and he's massive at the moment. However, did you like that image that I sent you of the tiny Timothy Chalamet on the red carpet? I was not here for that. That's Brayden, funny. Brayden, Brayden, Brayden. There are some things that are not okay. Some things so don't belong funny. in this world. And tiny Timothy Chalamet is not one of them. But like you can imagine him next to the meme version of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine the two of them like standing on the like, In his little boiler suit. Makes him look like an Oompa Loompa. I don't, I'm not. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, I highly recommend everyone searches up this stupid image. Um, but yeah. He's here. 
The cast list of this film is bonkers. I highly recommend it. I do enjoy like trailer. a minute and 50 seconds of lots of Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I know, but see, she's also in it. She's also in that. Yeah. yeah. So what if it's part of the same storyline, but there may be a flashback? What, what if every she... single camera cut in any scene ever just changes the format? Yeah. Who knows? Um, Where's Anderson? It really could go anywhere. Could do whatever the hell is wants. that it? Are we done? That's I everything. think that's about it for episode 45. Thank you all for listening to episode 45 of Millennial Movie Talk. If you want to check a, check us out more, uh, you can head over to our Patreon and chuck us a buck or two. And then we can have... Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you can also follow us yes. for free and you, and you, you will get see up, our free stuff. Yeah, you and, get updates on all of our free content. We yeah. upload like Percy Jackson and Lightning Thief. Um and you and if you want to give us uh, some dollars, you can get all the paid content. Uh, I believe we have a one dollar tier where you get all of our cool pre and post shows, and yeah. then uh, all the extra a, behind yeah. the scenes stuff. And then for three dollars, you can actually just have all of our commentary tracks yeah. are there for you. Um, if you want to follow us, uh, any of us individually, individuality, yeah, <gasps> close individually. enough, individually. Um, you'll be able to check us out on our personal Instagrams. They are linked on most of our social media, so check us out there. And always, if you are listening to this on anything but Spotify, go listen to us on Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're trying to push everyone towards Spotify because it just collects everything really well and nicely. And and finally, check us out on Twitter and join our Facebook group. And YouTube as well. And um, YouTube. We got, we've done some cool things on YouTube. A lot the of Emma, stuff on there. The Emma Reviews, approaching 500. We've had some very strange videos blow up. Um, um, it's so, been very, very funny. Yeah, please check us out and all of that stuff we just stated there. I'm sure there'll be links in whatever you're listening to, unless you're listening to Spotify where we don't control links there. Um, yeah. Anyway, thank you all for listening again. And as always, I'm Brayden. I'm Steph. And I am Alex. Alex.